0: Greetings, this is the Inspector, and you're listening to Sci-Fi Saturday Night, streaming into your human ear hole. Enjoy!
1: We will begin
2: a in mass invasion.
3: We'll tell your people to surrender now, and avoid war.
4: Don't think you get me so easily!
3: It is now time for us to
1: put Earth under our roof.
2: It's your maker's
1: duty to tell us the truth. Confess,
2: confess, that we will give you a witchcraft. You expect me to believe that you can overrun the entire world? We cannot be defeated. We have never been defeated. That is the message you bring your people. Yeah, they're dead. They're all messed up.
5: sci by Saturday Night.
2: Thank you very much, Inspector Spacetime, for that lovely introduction. Hello, generic convention attendees, and welcome to TalkCast 249. This time we're tired and achy and weary from seeing too much cosplay, buying way too much artwork and doodads. So deep in Area 51 on the sub-level 14, Sara Lee Zero-G Bake Off and Cryogenic Status Recovery Center. I'm the man with de fluid in my arteries and coleslaw in my subdural pouch. I'm the Dome. Joining the talk cast tonight, the usual suspects in the Revere Time Vortex are violent soundboard vixen, Contessa of Sparklies and Stuff, Vice Princess of Rhetoric, our girl genius, Criana
4: You missed Baroness of Technicality.
2: I will change that immediately. God, do From the Stats... <laughs> From the stacks of her personal calm space in the dank dungeon's only indoor zen and vegetable garden, which doubles as a robot reading room, it's zombarian.
6: Dom, did I have a stroke or have, did you just do the same intro that you did after GraniteCon?
2: Oh, yeah, no, you had a stroke. It's fine. Okay, cool. <laughs> From a galaxy far, far away, our newest host, Sir Sarah Lady Knight.
7: You know, my parents almost named me Sarah Lee, but they figured that would be a bad idea.
2: There's a number
1: of...
7: In your intro, Sarah Lee. We're
2: just (laughs) just passing right through that part. Our guests (laughs) tonight, Andy Arnott and Alex Cormack, talk about their new graphic novels, Future Proof, and I Play the Bad Guy. Gentlemen, welcome to the show.
5: Thanks for having us, Dom. Thank you very much.
2: It's, uh, it's 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 going to be an interesting night. But before we get to any of this, and before we get to our news, a quick couple of minutes with the guy behind Rhode Island Comic Con. Welcome, Steve Perry. Steve, welcome to the show.
3: Thank you for having me on.
2: Well, it's kind of a pleasure because you're one of our benefactors, and we love going to Rhode Island uh, for the past three years. It's been a heck of a lot of fun, and I understand we've got a whole slew of new stuff coming this year.
3: Oh, most definitely. We uh, kicked it up quite a bit from the previous years and made the show even bigger and more amazing for everybody this year. So
2: you've got kind of a Star Trek reunion going on to some degree as well.
3: Uh, yes, we do. We um, decided to bring up the original cast of Star Trek. We have uh, William Shatner coming out. George Decay, we have Michelle Nichols, Walt Laconi, and we even brought uh, Bobby Clark, who played the Gorn, out. You know, that we you know, be able to have somebody to uh, battle.
2: Oh, cool. <laughs> so if you ever wanted to see one of the original Guys <laughs> Rubber Suits, Bobby Clark was the guy who played the, the Gorn in uh, the episode Arena. And uh, he played different. Rubber... I think he also played the Salt Monster in another one. He's a real uh, uh, interesting guy.
3: Definitely, real nice guy to talk to. Fits in well with the rest of the soundtrack group.
2: Absolutely. So, what else have you got? Uh, we've got a, a supernatural kind of reunion as well.
4: Well, only reunion yes, in the sense do. that we the show is still, really still on. News.
2: Well, yeah, I know, but it's kind of cool. Well, it's a Jim reunion Beaver for us, because
3: they've never been to Rhode mm-hmm. Island.
1: That's true. Yeah.
3: Exactly. For us, it's, it's perfect reunion. Yeah, we brought out Mark oh. Shepherd who plays Crowley. We brought out Jim Beaver, who plays Bobby. Uh, Elena Hoffman, who plays Abaddon. Brought out Steve Williams, who plays Rufus. Um, we brought out, even brought out Rick Worthy, who plays the Alpha Vampire. They brought out a really great cast from Supernatural.
2: And, and if you I don't watch Supernatural, that. but you watched Firefly, Mark Shepard was Badger in Firefly as well. He was yeah, terrific he's at that.
3: Also in that. Mark Shepard
4: is everyone's favorite bad guy. And Doctor Who as well. Yeah, he's amazing. That's yes, true.
3: Exactly. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mark, he's definitely on Doctor Who, we actually brought out Colin Baker. Exactly. He covers every avenue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we brought out Colin Baker, yep. um, who was one of the Doctor's.
2: For a little uh, Doctor Who presence at the show. Wow! Wow! So yeah, he was uh, <laughs> fifth. No, the sixth Doctor. And and yes. I noticed somebody else who showed up on your website just I think a few days ago. Uh, J. August Richards is on the show. Is coming
3: to Yeah. Yeah, J. August will be joining us. Um, who is actually, excuse me, uh, from. The Buffy Angel franchise, and most recently is on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. playing Deathlock.
2: I've got to tell you, you've got one of the most interesting setups uh, for the past couple of years in that all of the guests are almost immediately accessible to everybody.
3: Yeah, we try to make it like that because. We know based on being fans for so many years going to tons all around the world that that's one of the things that we wanted to bring to our show was making the the guests that are there accessible to anyone that wants to, you know, come up and see them and trying to make sure that they're there the whole time so people don't miss seeing them or miss out getting an autograph or a photo with them um, due to schedule conflicts. So we try to make sure that, you know, they're available to everyone no matter what day or time you end up getting into the show.
2: So what's the one thing that you can give us right now that nobody
3: knows yet? <laughs> hmm, let's see. The newest thing. Um, well, the newest thing is Anthony Michael Hall will be joining us. who We just finished uh, finishing that off today and has not been announced to the general public, just to you guys. Um, no, I just got from basically every John. Way. Right now, it, it hasn't hit the website, Facebook, or anything yet. Um, as you remember, you know Anthony, of course, from basically every John Hughes film in the '80s, um, all the way up um, through current, basically. So you can think of comedy, uh, teen comedy, huh. and, that, and of course, you can't forget his main character in Dead Zone.
2: Well, yeah, and that's kind of the yeah. the cool one that fits in.
3: Yeah, exactly. That <laughs> so brings, you know, it crosses the generations with him. You know, brings it from the 80s all the way up into the current day.
2: Rhode Island Comic Con is at the Rhode Island Convention Center, November 1st yeah. and 2nd. It's one of the best local shows around. It's the one of the largest shows. It rivals Boston in size. And, uh, It's artists, it's all kinds of guests. Dome is
4: pontificating. I am, I am. (laughs) Dome is a master pontificator.
2: And I will make that happen. Steve, thank you so much for joining us, and we'll talk to you again soon, and we'll see you in a couple of weeks. You're welcome. I will
3: see you all soon. Have a great night.
2: Very good. Bye. Thank you so much, Steve. Have a great one. Well, that sounds like fun. I mean, I know I know hmm. where I want to be and what I want to do there. Uh, I mean, there's a bunch of people from uh, uh, Walking Dead who are going to be there. But you know what's cool is, is the show cars that line the outside of the convention center. They've got some really nice ones again yeah, but this year, not
1: cool including the Mystery the Machine. machine. Yeah, it's, it's good stuff. <laughs> Alex yeah.
0: and I are going there as uh, as patrons. We're not going. We don't have a table or anything, so it'll be nice for us to actually hang out at a convention. Yeah,
1: it
5: will be stuck. Oh,
0: cool! Table notes.
5: I mean, I, that show is always great. Yeah, well, you can come by and hang out with us then.
0: Sweet, All right. Absolutely.
2: We definitely do that. But before we get started with that, oh. and now the news. You sound so professional when we do
4: that. I know. I like that so great.
2: <laughs> oh, what do we want to talk about this week, guys?
4: Your mom.
7: Uh, well, I have a, a time-sensitive thing um, that actually, well, when this um, airs, it'll be the next last day. But there's um, a new theater company called Science Fiction Theater Company. Um, and their play, The Singularity, is on until uh, this Sunday, the 5th. Um, so I'm going to see it on uh, tomorrow night um, and hopefully uh, – sorry, Thursday night. And hopefully it's going to be awesome. Um, but it's a theater company that you should definitely check out because, obviously, they put on science fiction theater shows. And it should be awesome.
2: Well, that sounds like somebody we want to talk to at some point, too.
7: Yeah. Um, I've got a friend in the company. I can uh, talk to her.
2: See what I that can get. Yeah. That would be awesome. So the play is called The Singularity. Is that a – uh, is that a new show or is that an old show? Is it?
7: It written- is. It, it's. It is a new show. This is the the premiere. Um, it's written by a girl named Crystal Jackson. Um, and I don't. Um, I know that I read a um, description of it. Let's see if I can find that again. Um, sorry, I, the page doesn't actually say the description. Um. Ah, here we go. Um, sorry. This is taking a minute. Um, so I Nope, I got nothing. I don't remember what it's about because I'm have the worst memory in the world. But it well, should be Well, it awesome. looks like
0: it's <laughs> about a woman who's on her last egg to get pregnant. And if she doesn't have a child now, she'll never have it again. She'll never get a chance to. So it's a dystopian future play. Dun, 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 dun. Awesome. That's cool.
4: Wait, well, isn't that like every woman who's like 35?
0: Know, <laughs> thank you, Kriana.
4: <laughs> ching. Wait, do we have one of those? I don't think we do. What?
2: We need oh. one. Of... Definitely not.
4: That one's not just the like same. a little long. Yeah, no. <laughs> Oh, well.
2: Yeah, we've got to work on the old sound effects. Happen. We do, yeah. we do. So we'll have a link for that, and, and we definitely want to talk to uh, people in the theater company at some point pretty soon, because it sounds like a fun, fun, fun time. Yeah. And if
6: you're listening if, just as this is released, you don't have much time. Go now. Go.
1: Go. go. Drop just, this yeah.
4: podcast and run.
1: <laughs> Actually, listen if it's on us your us phone, later, do not listen.
4: drop it. Just
1: kidding.
4: We're not liable for whatever just happened.
2: So if you live in Kansas, you should be so proud of yourselves for living in Kansas for no apparent reason. Because Kansas is being encouraged to prepare for the invasion of the living dead. Governor Sam Brownback is signed a proclamation declaring October Zombie Preparedness Month for no apparent reason.
6: (laughs) And while that's fun and all, I would like to point out that while they are probably spending at least a little bit of money declaring October Zombie Preparedness Month in Kansas, they are also auctioning off what is, I think it's $160,000 Worth, yeah, $160,000. No. They're auctioning off sex toys in hopes of getting $160,000, which were owed in back taxes by the owner of a chain <laughs> of sex toy purveying shops. You No, you legit can buy sex toys right now from the state of Kansas. <laughs>
1: Wow. So,
6: <laughs> so, if, <laughs> if you don't yet have sex toys in your zombie preparedness kit kansas this
7: is Blunt your
1: yeah. i mean
7: it's very important <laughs> that aspect of preparedness for the end of the world i mean you know if you're the last person on earth what else are you you're gonna,
1: gonna be do yeah. yeah if, if you're yeah. going down you might
5: as well go down happy
6: make sure not to
5: get yeah. anything
6: that
7: relies exactly. on
5: Whoa,
6: electricity there. or batteries batteries can leak <laughs> I can't imagine what battery acid would do to your nether regions especially without life. the availability <laughs> of medical attention no but seriously <laughs> like it feels weird to say this but seriously if you want to get sex toys for somebody as a joke or if you feel like you need them I'm not going to judge you And the the taxes that they are recouping, most of um, the money is going to...
2: um, Please tell me it's going to education. It is
6: going to public education in Kansas. (laughs) (laughs) Is Kansas real, though? Like, I think Kansas is not real. I'm going to die
2: happy now.
6: (laughs) According to the John Oliver segment, I just saw it. It's going to public education in Kansas. So support a child's education by a dildo. Loves love, oh. librarians.
2: <laughs> could not be happier. Oh my god. Awesome. <laughs> I'm really sure you could. Yeah, you're right. I probably could, but for the moment I'm I'm sated. I, I'm very pleased. Oh God, where do we go from here? <laughs>
6: Kansas, obviously. Clearly,
2: we're all going to Kansas. (laughs) Uh.
0: When's the next flight to Topeka? So, speaking
6: (laughs) of terrifying, terrifying things.
0: Oh, I knew you were gonna. I knew that you couldn't.
6: I couldn't. I couldn't help it. I haven't watched it yet, but apparently, the um, American Horror Story opening credits—they've been leaked, right? Because it doesn't start until October eighth.
2: Happenly, and I sat and I watched. And it's the creepiest goddamn thing you're ever gonna watch. (laughs) Naked clowns. Scary naked clowns.
6: Has it been confirmed that it's real?
2: Yes.
5: Oh, God. You know, I understand uh, naked clowns are also sexy in Kansas.
6: American Horror Story. As your one staunch supporter. Here on Sci-Fi Starter Day I, I know that Ryan Murphy is a big fan of the show. I just have to say, why are you trying to alienate me? Because now I have to watch American Horror Story with Kriana because she has to let me know when it's safe to come out from behind my hands.
2: <laughs> yes, because we all know how much you love naked clowns
6: yeah if anyone ever comes to our table dressed as a clown i will probably punch you in the face fair <laughs> one it's the one cosplay i will never ever appreciate
7: yeah also like why why would you do that to anyone that's well terrible. now don't, that american horror don't, story don't, is
6: don't, doing don't it don't do it damn it Ugh. No, no. I wanna, yeah i'm watching right now this is absolutely <sighs> horrifying I mean, good for American Horror Story. Isn't it to the creepiest
2: thing you've ever scenes. seen?
6: Because last season, while it that was a yeah, storytelling no. view, I didn't love, like, none of it was really that scary. <laughs> you
5: know, is it odd that I'm thinking, how did they buy that boot? Yeah, like, you true. know, you get them in a pair. You're like, I just need one more. What for? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I don't
5: really want to talk about it. That's, that's my business. Just give me the boot.
6: <laughs> they got it from Kansas. <laughs>
0: Yeah,
6: yeah. yeah. <laughs> They got it from an auction in Kansas Clearly <clears throat> huh.
2: So and if you full
1: saw circle.
2: Okay <laughs> If any of you saw the, the Intro to Sleep uh, Sleepy Hollow's Season premiere uh, this week Wow It was actually last week at this point But wow, did it come out with a bang once again. It's proven to be an absolutely amazingly written show of of an alternate history of the United States with the Headless Horseman and all routine that has really nothing to do with the Washington Irving original story, but it's just incredibly cool storytelling. And uh, John Noble from uh, Fringe, who had a small part in season one, has come back in season two and is absolutely terrifying. Just wonderful.
6: Can can I say something briefly, Dome? Absolutely. Told you so. You mocked us. You (laughs) and Dad Redhead. No, you did.
2: No no
4: no no, I came around. You can go back and listen to yourself mocking it if you'd like.
6: (laughs) You dome said you did not think that it was going to be any good and now you are eating your words with a little
4: spoon. Also have a side of a hat. <laughs> have, have your side of hat while you're at it. And for dessert, crow. Ah.
2: Uh, no. See, I, I love the respect that I get around
1: here. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, I'm just Any saying. Pie
6: you guys mock
1: me. No, no pie life. is too good. You guys love me Everybody and my love
6: times. of bad TV and bad movies, but every once in a while, if you watch something and you're like, "This isn't that good, but it for some reason it makes me happy, eventually, it might get good, so why not give it a chance?
2: And this one actually did uh, it when did. John Noble came on halfway through the season, I just kind of went, "You know, I've loved this guy in fringe." The entire run, I, I and I can't wait now that he's been inserted into this show, and it just got progressively better and better, and the stories got tighter, and and, and the writing got better, and it was just wonderful say to watch
4: inserted the inserted uh, into this show
1: again. <laughs> no, I can actually say that. Now I
4: like. can think of his Archer in Just the Tip. So, but. but we- <laughs>
6: Before we devolve into that, um, and John Noble is not the only good thing about the show. Like, he's a good thing about the show. But, I mean, it's amazing. And I had one small quibble. I don't think it's with the show itself. I think it was with how... Oh, I'm remembering the headline, and now I'm not remembering who said it.
4: Sombrerian quibs!
6: I know! I quibble with the fact that some major news outlet referred to Abby, the main character, as the sidekick.
2: Right?
6: Oh. Mm -hmm. They took a glance at it and decided she was the sidekick. And I'm like, that's kind of... Sexist slash racist slash. Did you? Okay, watch? I've the never show? seen the show, and I know that she's not the sidekick. She is the main like, character. Yeah.
4: It could like is it's clear. It's,
6: it's clear.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, I thought. I thought the best part of that opening was uh, all the scenes in Purgatory, which were just are just so well shot. I mean, it was a really well shot episode.
6: Can we admit that we haven't Uh, seen
2: it yet? I I will warn you now. Spoiler alert.
6: Are there clowns?
2: No, there are no clowns whatsoever. (laughs) It's safe for you to watch. Okay. And you will enjoy the hell out of it. So uh, William Shatner uh, confirmed that it's possible he may be in Star Trek (laughs) 3.
6: How long did it take him to confirm it? Like most people they'd be like, Yes, maybe I will. But I feel like William Shatner was like, well, it could be that perhaps maybe sometime I could possibly appear in the third new start.
1: Wait for it. <laughs> exactly, <right? laughs> i, feel like I mean normally
2: people go out of their way to confirm it he's he's definitely <laughs> yeah. going out of his way to Animation. confirm that it's possible and i gotta tell you I you know they you didn't hope hope want him in, in number one they didn't want him in number two uh i don't know that they were that hot to have him in number three either quite frankly I but we'll because, see i mean you know
6: i think because it'll show up how very, very different he and the new guy are like Zachary Quinto.
2: Oh yeah. There's no
1: question.
6: Was pretty, was pretty like not entirely unquestionable, but seeing him with Leonard Nimoy, you're like, yeah, they could, they could possibly be the same person. Yeah. Years and years apart, but I don't think you can get William Shatner and, What's his name? Square jaw in the same place. Yeah. yeah, that one. I thought yeah. it was someone. <laughs> and one of those Chrises. One of those Chrises <laughs> with the square jaws and the blonde hair. Yeah, well, you know, just, there are like seven them. of them. I can't keep them. There's so freaking
7: funny. Oh my God. And they're like all in Marvel. They're like all of them. Yeah.
4: Oh, is Thoriel one of them? Yes, Yes, Thoriel is is one of them. (laughs) Is Captain America one of them?
1: Yes, he is. I believe so, yes.
4: I'm good at guessing.
1: Yeah, Yeah. Chris Chris Hemsworth.
6: Not in that order. Chris Pratt does not quite fall into it because he is America's sweetheart. So he has his own special place in my heart
1: as he's still year.
6: one of the chrises he is still one of the chrises but he's less square jawed and blonde than the rest of them true <laughs> uh
2: you know a while back uh we talked about the Rob granito controversy a guy who was ostensibly a quote artist who was running the con circuit for a while until people realized that there was a uh a definite parallel between his artwork and some of the masters' artworks. In other words, they were pretty much direct copies really? until he was pretty much shamed out of the circuit. You
4: know, I, I want to mention this really quick. I'm going to derail you for one second, Dom. Is that okay, go ahead. we heard a similar allegation about one of the t-shirt vendors at the last event we attended?
2: That's true. Actually, we did, didn't we?
4: So, and
2: it was an interesting, interesting issue.
4: Anyway, So it turned
2: I'm sorry, Kriana?
4: I just said continue.
2: Oh, thanks. There's a Canadian artist known as Chantella Viala uh, who's just recently broken onto the con circuit and her website uh, says every day Chantella is currently working on new unique pieces of art with which are either her own creations for sale to anyone or for private commission work. And on Bleeding Cool, uh, which is a website that's pretty much devoted to comics and and, and artists, it shows pictures of her artwork next to where those pictures actually came from. Uh, One is uh, a picture of Wolverine's cover. Uh, and then the actual Wolverine cover that it, that's exactly the same it was done by the Hildebrandt brothers. Uh, another is an image of hers of the Justice League, which is a, almost an exact replica of Jim Lee, who isn't even credited for it. And uh, a third one is a picture of Thanos that is uh, <laughs> off the Marvel variant cover of Guardians of the Galaxy. And it's exactly the same. Whoa, uh, but as it man. says, yeah, it's it's really disturbing. No,
5: it's, it's black and white. So...
2: <laughs> <Yeah.
1: It's catchy>. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> huh. well.
2: But what it says on, on our website is, remember, when you buy from an independent artist, you're buying more than just a painting. You're buying hundreds of hours of experimentations and thousands of failures. You're buying. Uh, you're not just buying a thing, you're buying a piece of heart, a piece of soul, a private moment from somebody's life, just evidently not hers. <laughs> uh, a
4: private moment between oh. her and her photo <laughs> Her trusty, rusty Wait, skin. I follow Holy a lot fr- of artists...
7: <laughs> I follow a lot of artists on Tumblr who, you know, people ask them for advice, and people ask a lot about tracing, like, is tracing other artists' work okay? And they're like, well... Yeah, as long as you don't try to sell it as your own, like, it helps you, you know, gain, um, you know, um, like, practice in different styles and anatomy, although some things you don't, you know, some anatomies on comic book covers are not necessarily correct, but it helps. But when you try to pass it off as your own, that's not awesome.
0: Yeah, definitely no, not. That's
2: definitely, Those are definitely not definitely cool. direct copies. And, that's yeah, not cool. People, yeah. It's you know, Bleeding Cool, which is a great website, uh, has been one of the best purveyors of copyright infringement art like this for about the past yeah. five years. And every time I see another one of these articles from them, I just go, "Guys, you guys have hit the radar really badly because now everybody knows." So uh, my guess is this woman yeah. will not be showing up to too many more uh, conventions selling her artwork.
1: And rightfully or so. she's a
0: moron. Uh, yeah. she's a moron. The yeah. advertisement. There. <laughs> yeah. oh, the advertisement even so, has a so detail from her painting. That's ridiculous.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, that, it's kind of scary
2: how much detail she just literally copied verbatim. Is literally copied verbatim to vote too many words <laughs> sorry
1: you really made sorry you were you drove down home, so. oh cool
2: sir <laughs> so you were talking about uh uh copying other people's artwork as a way to learn uh perspective a way to learn how to draw bodies that kind of stuff uh well it turns out uh that after the spider woman butt fiasco in which uh, a copy of Spider-Woman was drawn so badly that it looked like a bad porn scene. Uh, <laughs> Marvel has canceled uh, all of the, oh, and I can't even remember who this guy was, all of the covers that he was um, supposed Milo to be Manara? Doing. Yep. Milo Yep. The Spider-Woman cover managed,
5: I'm sorry? Oh, nothing. I made a dumb joke. No, go on, go on. Oh. It, was, it wasn't good enough to repeat. <laughs> wasn't
2: that good?
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. No, 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 no. If, if you look at uh, the link that we're going to provide for this show, there's a picture of this anatomically incorrect and basically scoliosis-inducing pose that Spider-Woman's in. Uh
7: it's terrifying. Referred to as
2: anatomically impossibly seductive pose. It really is. It really is. So they canceled his entire run of uh, covers. To which I reply, good for them. It's about goddamn time they did something like that.
6: Well, yeah. because it's Marvel, really not DC. DC would have been like, what? What's wrong with it?
4: I sense a good segue here. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I'm Would
6: you like to
4: continue? Uh,
6: no, because I don't know what the segue is into. Ah,
4: well, DC came out with some really clever, clever children's apparel. Where, um, that basically
1: impl- <laughs> not implies,
4: it. it flat out says that boys are going to grow up to become superheroes and girls... Are going to grow up to uh, date superheroes because girls can't be superheroes. Pretty much, only date date
6: superheroes. Well, and then I was going to go, but what about? And then I realized the most of the characters can... that came to my mind right away are Marvel characters.
4: Oh wait, and, and
6: there's
1: <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah. There's there's so many. There's so many gross gross Cold things. Thirst. Hmm. Training to be Batman. I'm sure you guys wife? already covered yeah, the yeah. this issue too. Really, please, Batman yeah, should be training ridiculous. to be yeah. someone's husband because he's a shitty person right now.
5: Also, <laughs> Batman is gay. Yeah, but you want to be his wife, I
1: mean No.
4: First of all, don't swing that, that way. Was... Gross. Second of all, <laughs> like, who needs that much money when he's probably abusive? Just ask Robin. <laughs> Why did he go through so many Robins? And they just got younger. That's really creepy. You know, you know what? Uh, the only thing yeah. that would
6: that's make me sure. happy would be is if an apology for the not allowing the gay marriage um, issue to go ahead if for Batwoman, if they made one that said training to be Batwoman's wife.
4: You you know what? Oh my god, that would be amazing. That I would buy. That'd be great. That'd be
0: a good
4: one. That I would buy. Actually, I kind of want one that has like a a Library of Congress number on it that says training to be Zombrarian's wife and then is blood spattered. Can I have that? Oh. Someone who That's makes cute. someone who makes shirts can can you uh, make that for me?
2: No, you can't have
4: that. Oh, I I'm sure you can make it. I know. I I really <laughs> want to make it now. But and I, I even know what the Library of Congress number would be for. Oh yeah.
7: Oh, what would uh, it be for? It would be it would be
4: for the first book of his Dark Materials.
1: Ooh, nice. I'm pretty nice. sure that um, Cafe Press actually romantic, makes pretty good they, like
7: made to order.
4: Well see that and that tells you that I have done my training to be Zombarian's wife. True. I actually need the shirt. Good job. I know. I'm excited.
2: Good I job. <laughs> so when when I was growing up, right around the time uh, uh oh I don't know, candles walked the earth. Were replaced by light bulbs. <laughs> candles were replaced by light bulbs. <laughs> uh wow.
4: So, you know Tesla personally? I do
2: actually. He and I used to go out for coffee. Uh, DC had a a wonderful.
4: Did they have coffee at that point?
2: They did actually, called Metal Men. And it was one of the lamest DC uh, comics ever. It had all different men made of, one was made out of aluminum. One was made out of gold. So he bent really easily, and the other one was really malleable, right? You got it. And one was chrome, and one was platinum. Shiny, hard, Uh, next, next. (laughs) Well, one of the untitled movies... Oh, come
4: on, name some more men. That's
2: enough, that's enough. (laughs) One of the untitled movies that DC announced as an untitled project evidently is going to be Metal Men. Uh because and I can't that should say their
4: floundering media
2: empire. I just can't imagine why they would do that. In the in the eighties, uh there was an animated series, and I'm sending you uh sending out a link to everybody uh for a couple of, of these uh DC Nation animated shorts, uh because however the movie ends up is not gonna be nearly as funny as these are. Of course, it may not. Some
4: pity money from Disney? I'm not
2: sure. I have no idea. But I've got to tell you, I'm not sure if the Metal Men movie is supposed to be funny or not. But if it is, it's never going to be as good as this one. Because Disney's those... going
7: to be like, oh, you DC guys do try funny. so
4: hard. I'm going to give you some money.
1: <laughs>
4: no. No. I don't think
2: Disney's I heard effort. That, are...
4: uh, I heard that
7: DC like has a policy against jokes in their movies.
1: What? Oh yeah, like that. They just,
7: yeah, yeah, it's just they're just like, no, we can't have jokes. It takes away from the severity of these movies. What? I'm like that. This is why you're boring,
6: and this this is why your movies suck, guys. And they wonder why Marvel movies are more popular, right? Because they don't take themselves so seriously.
5: Is that because they think like if they have jokes, it's going to be like Joel Schumacher again? Yeah, that type of situation. Oh, good lord. you mean like Superman? I mean, that's that's Jesus not Jesus Jesus. the situation. You can have a joke in there. There was joke sure. in the uh, Tim Burton ones, you know. There's yeah. jokes in the. Some, some of the Supermans were a joke, but, you know. Yeah. They're, 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 it's, it's all good. There's nothing relax. wrong with a joke. I'm glad yeah. someone else
6: likes the Tim Burton Batman movie.
5: Oh, hell
1: yeah. 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 Okay. Be nice. and my that favorite awesome. live action yeah. Batman.
6: Yeah. Definitely. Thank you. Jack because
0: that actually absolutely oh, yeah. amazing. Yeah. Oh, oh, that was like a um, mean yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, and Michael everybody doubted Michael great. Keaton too, man. Yeah, no, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
6: Michael yeah, Keaton yeah. was the best. Yeah. Oh yeah. Was really great. I
2: all could right. not um, take yeah. that last incarnation of Batman. It was just not fun for me at all.
7: Even the Priscilla think? ones. Yeah. Yeah i I haven't even seen the latest one. It just was so dark and brooding, and I was so bored.
2: But I mean, the, the original Tim Burton one was very dark too, but it had right. just that edge of whimsy to it that made it work.
7: Yeah, it had character, and it still felt like this is a comic book
6: movie. Yeah. Yep. Which one was the first Tim Burton one?
5: Uh, it was A9 with, uh, the, yep. Joker. with yep. the Joker. The uh, Joker. Okay. Yep. With Not Jack the as the Joker.
2: One. Jack Nicholson.
5: No, no that, that was, was that was Joel Schumacher.
2: That was, that was okay.
0: The, yep. yeah, they I actually like Jim, Jim Carrey. I like Jim Carrey
5: too. That, 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 a that good was like the only good thing about that movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
2: because it also had Arnold as Mr. Freeze, didn't it? No, that, the was the Batman and Robin. Oh, that was Christmas.
6: Yeah. That was, that was horrifying. <laughs> that was
2: terrible. Yeah. I'll, <laughs> I'll be cold. No, <laughs> right, never mind.
6: But yeah. don't in oh, that was... one, Uma Thurman was Poison Ivy. It was phenomenal. Yeah. And at well, least Am I the only one Cutter. who thinks yeah, her face is weird? That's part of why she's so cool. <laughs> I n- no, I just I can't
7: weird handle weird her face. face. I can't handle. Hey, her has face. anyone seen Gotham though?
2: I saw no, the I tried and I couldn't get through it.
4: In get so to- so, so a- in in two years, Dome, you're gonna be like Gotham, the greatest no, show ever.
2: I don't <laughs> think so. I don't. All think
4: right. So. Well, mark <laughs> this podcast in one year. Dome will be eating some more crow.
6: No,
2: I'm you, basically waiting for Flash right now. Priyana yeah. and I
6: thought that it good. didn't come out until next week, so we haven't seen it yet.
1: Okay. We forgot well, yeah, I to set the either.
6: <laughs> I've heard very like different things from
7: different people, but the thing that pisses me off the most is Pamela Isley. No, they've called her Ivy Pepper. Her name oh, is Ivy God. Pepper. That's her real name. Her real name. I'm like, but wh- who sat down and said, "Yes, this is a great idea. Let's do this." Me. Let's change I, names because we. I did. I did can.
4: that. No, I didn't.
7: And they Just... kept Oswald Cobblepot and changed <laughs> Pamela Ivy. Let's That's be real. Very they modern did
0: name. That.
5: You realize yeah. what happened? They, somebody was writing the script and they're like, oh, what the hell's her name? I could get up and look or go on Google. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah, uh,
1: like, uh, I'm that. drunk. It doesn't Pepper, matter. Now. I make sure, more money
5: yeah. than you. <laughs> Pepper's
0: <laughs> like, like a vegetable. She penguin.
5: deals with plants. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Done. <laughs> next. <laughs> next. Mm-hmm. Yeah, next episode. Keep them coming.
0: Um,
1: that's yeah. how I'd write it. That's
5: got to be one of my favorite names.
1: That's such a
5: good name for a character. It's ridiculous.
2: <laughs> now i coming to the main Never never mind. Anyway.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Turn down we the have, face. Yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> tell
6: me they tell me they kept Kitty Pride's name, Kitty Pride. Uh um, no.
0: X-Men? No.
6: Kitty yeah. Pride is X-Men. Why yeah. don't I have a brain in my head today?
0: <laughs> a zombie.
6: Yeah.
7: No, they they've literally though oh, on that note they've kept Kansas every other character weird. the same. Like Edward Nigma is the same, like they're all the same except for Ivy Pepper.
0: Yeah, and Edward Nigma is, is such Nygma. an obvious pun too. Yeah. So. Yeah.
7: Right? <laughs> you, you yeah, you wouldn't think and, that like, that side characters. Right. Yeah, well like they've kept side like you know, small side characters um all the same. The only Thing that I, the name that I know of, that they've changed is the Ivy Pepper,
5: for no reason, none reason. Sure. All right. What, what, all right.
2: <laughs> and on that note of deep despair over a TV show that'll probably be canceled in the next month, <laughs> Andy and Andy Arnott and Alex Cormett we have met a couple of times. I think we met first yes. in Boston. That's correct. And,
5: yeah.
2: and we were looking at their stuff and we we're going. You guys should be on the show. And, oh, and wow. oddly enough, here they are to talk hey. about two new <laughs> graphic know, novels, uh, Future Proof and I Play the Bad Guy. That's so correct. how did you guys, before we talk about the graphic novels themselves uh, and, and why the listeners should go out and buy them now, which, by the way, they should. Uh, how did you guys get together?
0: Well, uh, we got together at our local comic shop uh, here in sunny Lowell, Massachusetts. We, uh, we both shopped at Larry's Comics, and I talked to one of the clerks there, and I said, uh, I have a script for a comic book that I think is pretty good. I'm looking for somebody to draw it. And he said, well, why don't you go over there to the uh, artist corner? And that's, that's where I saw this scraggly fellow, Alex Cormac, And
1: uh,
0: I was like, well, he's not much to look at, but let's
5: take a look at his portfolio. <laughs>
2: no, they actually have an artist corner there?
0: They do every it's,
5: Wednesday. Yeah, day. it's uh yeah, we have a drink and draw. Yep. And um yeah, a bunch of us get together. Uh none of us knew each other before this thing. They were all just uh Larry just kinda decided to have a drink and draw every Wednesday night. Yeah. From five to seven thirty, there's a plug for Larry.
1: Yep.
5: Um and uh yeah, I started going to these and met and just became friends with all the guys and uh you know, every week it would be like a new topic draw like, you know, this guy or that guy or Ivy Pepper, you know, all these people. And uh, <laughs> No And then yeah, and um and then yeah, I met uh Andy kinda uh stumbled over and he was like, uh can you draw? I was like, sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I had seen some of his work on um uh, on a uh, Comics Tribe's uh, oxymoron anthology, which was pretty cool. Comics Tribe is a is a local indie press out of Newburyport, I believe. Right. and uh, they they were good guys, and so uh, I looked at his stuff, and I was like, "Hey, man, this is pretty cool." So I asked him to do some uh, character sheets for me, some headshots, real quick and i remember my wife looked over the shoulder she goes you should have that guy draw your book he draws good stuff i was like you know what i think i am <laughs> she has like no opinions on comic books whatsoever that reminds
5: me i owe her like 20 bucks Yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah that was okay. good money <laughs> well spent
0: so how long have you guys been
2: working together now
0: about a year uh,
2: is it about a year by now
0: it's been that long Jeez. <laughs> so it's but yeah we i think uh, at the end of last summer is when we started working on the first issue of uh, I play the bad guy, which comes out October 29th at your local comic book store. Make sure to pick it up. Yes, and uh, so we started working together on that, and we're about uh, we're about uh, halfway through the series now, and it's uh, going to come out every other month, starting October 29th.
5: Yep. So. Yeah, I'm uh, in the middle of drawing uh, number three right now, and yeah. it's uh, it's good. It's real good. Electronic yeah.
4: versions are available at.
5: Uh, so electronic <laughs> com-
0: electronic versions will be available in, so October we're going to come out with the uh, print version, and then November, I think towards the end of November, drive through comics, and then uh, um, co- I think Comixology will have it as well, too. So uh, we'll... Oh, nice. uh, yeah, yeah, so, Comicsology, uh, we're listed on Comicsology for "I Play the Bad Guy." So if that's how you manage your pull list. That's how I manage my pull list. It's really convenient. So if that's how you manage your subscription to your local comic book shop. You can subscribe right online there too, which is great. Yeah. Info Physical at IPlayTheBadGuy.com. Is adorable, isn't <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. We're so cute that way. <laughs> that's so cute. You guys are so old-fashioned. Aww. Oh,
1: yeah,
2: yeah. so talk to me about "I Play the Bad Guy." What's it about?
0: Well, uh, it's about a military experiment gone wrong during the Cold War. They don't go any other way in comic books, I think, right? So, really? Because uh, I thought
1: the Cold War went really well, guys. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. There's a lot of laughs. Everybody got
0: coats. It was great. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, but uh, The, the so Cold War is... was
4: about eliminating homelessness, right? Yeah. That's what yeah. it yeah. was about. Social justice movement. Social justice movement. That's what it was, I think.
0: So this, this is about a, uh, so there's a special project called the Missouri Project, which is designed to enhance the bioelectrical capabilities of people, blah, blah, blah. So now it's it's set in present day, though, so it's about these old heroes dealing with a group of non-powered heroes sent to stop Those upstarts! To... Sorry. Those oh, little, those... get off my lawn or I'll zap you! Type thing, <laughs> you <know>? so... <laughs> Oh, yeah, and it should it's, be a line in the book somewhere. Get off my lawn, or I'll zap you. I'll write it in. So <laughs> that'll be issue four. Actually,
5: actually, really, really don't, don't do that. We, we no, have people read this book. Yeah, we, we
0: want to be taken somewhat seriously.
4: So. Are, is there a rule that there are no jokes in your books?
0: <laughs> it's funny I'm looking at one of the pages and there's a really corny joke right on one page of issue two right now <laughs> oh,
1: So no. there are you jokes. have to it out oh, now. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no you have to be
4: serious just like DC or else no one will ever yeah. buy it. oh wait record I
5: for, uh, that was ironic for, I'll, I'll say this real quick for jokes real quick uh, check out uh, when you pick up the book which I know everybody listens to this will uh, look at a uh, page All two number people, one. Yes. Yeah. Well, uh, the first page they're looking at a bunch of serials, and I had some fun with the serial titles. So. Oh yeah. So yeah. that that was uh, that was fun.
0: <laughs> Take a look at those serials. They're, they're
4: snickering at jokes that? no one else can see right now.
0: Oh yeah. man, we're having so much more Whee! fun than you.
1: <laughs> it's palpable. Oh sorry. No.
0: <laughs> but yeah, no, it's uh, so I. It, I think the first issue is a little serious, but the second issue, we certainly do bring some of the funny in, and uh, the the third and fourth issue is pretty funny. I don't know why I'm justifying this right now, but anyways. So. The fifth <laughs> it's all issue, it's all not here. funny at all. Fifth, fifth so, issue, no. You'll be, cry be crying, well. rocking back and forth, but you won't cry. be laughing. So the sixth issue, no one will ever
4: read after the fifth
0: issue. <laughs> yeah. Oddly enough, though, the sales will be stellar. So. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah.
4: Well, we just
0: you know, want it in our home to ward off bad
2: spirits. Completists, yeah. you know. Perfect. So I play the bad guy. Is this a limited run series, or are you just... Yes, it is. Yes. Six yeah. okay. issues,
0: yep, every other month starting in October, uh, December, the December's issue will be out in January because we didn't want to sell it on New Year's Eve, so January what? 7th, and then really? it yeah. runs from there. I hear
4: yeah. it's a big comic day. You know,
0: I would think it is, but, <laughs> you know, you know but, uh, normal people disagree with us. But, uh, so you so see it, all, all those Warriors Warriors up, comic
1: yeah. celebrations? You, you've never heard of that? Oh, Good yeah. well, old
0: acquaintance issue, yeah. too. You know. <laughs> yeah, exactly,
4: yeah. See, I'm happy with it. No, uh, we have damn, to do
2: that, guys. I, I think we kind of do. yeah. No. Hey, Chris,
4: are you listening? Your new Concord star is ripe for the New Year's party.
0: That's good. Hey. Just, don't spill champagne on the limited edition. Oh, no! 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 The oh, hero clicks, that... not the <laughs> Why is there dip on Wolverine two eighty six? Not the hero <laughs> six. <laughs> Anything, uh, anything uh, but the Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Oh no, uh, Magic uh, the that Gathering that was... everywhere. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Talk yep, about
4: three hundred and two card pickup.
1: Oh. Throw oh. up in
0: the mana bin. Oh
4: <laughs> Wow. I can hear Zomberian cackling in the other room. She's muted. (laughs) She's
2: muted again. Yeah. She refuses
4: to react live on the air, so... I'm
2: I'm
0: glad she's... Oh, because when I
6: laugh, it's really loud.
4: But it's also (laughs) funny. Okay. Uh,
0: We don't mind being encouraged. Did
4: did um, you um, vomit in the mana bin? Is that what's going on?
6: No, I did not. I think it's technically a
4: mana pool.
0: I don't know if that makes it worse or better. (laughs) I don't know if that
4: makes it worse or better.
0: Everything's swamped
4: now. Uh, <laughs> oh, nice.
2: So, Alex, talk to me a little bit about uh, Bliss on Tap publishing.
5: Uh, sure. Yeah. Um, so, I met these guys at uh, New York Comic Con, and yeah. uh, they were uh, putting out a book. Um, it's a. How's it go? It's God the Dyslexic Dog. And uh, <laughs> it's about. Uh, there we go. Real quick, uh, God comes back <laughs> down to earth, and uh, he comes at, back as uh, in the form of a dog. He ends up like being owned by this kid, and it's uh, wackiness ensues. Um, but um, so I was kind of walking around with my portfolio, just kind of cold calling tables, and met these guys. They like my work, so they uh, said, "Listen, we got this uh, book called uh, uh a script called Future Proof. Um, Send it to you to see if you're interested." And uh, so what Future proofs about, which issue one's out uh, uh, last week, so that's out and about, mm-hmm. so go pick that up. Uh, so what's it about is that in the future, uh, they figure out time travel. So first thing people well, the, start the doing – Well, yeah. the
4: time stream of that is fairly irrelevant.
5: Yes, yeah. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> in the future,
4: so people, well, yeah, you know. In
5: the future, yeah. So, um, so people started – so people got start going back in time and uh like, you know, fixing all the like bad things that happened in history, make sure like Hitler gets killed as a baby, make sure uh World War One never happens, uh so on and so forth. So of course that messes up everything for the future. So um and uh, so the story seem like these, really
4: dumb time travelers. Like yeah, you know, have they never read it, anything it about like a time, good time idea travel at, ever? At time?
5: Right, right, yeah. Yeah, they trip a lot. Don't
4: <laughs> step on butterflies, God!
5: I never, never saw that Simpsons episode, you know? How do you the, step uh, on yeah. so many
4: butterflies?
5: <laughs> They're everywhere. In what? the last five
1: minutes! <laughs> <laughs> well, they prevented
5: Katrina. Yeah, Like, what are you doing over there, stepping on butterflies? Well, stop it! <laughs> What's the matter with you? Um, so, all right, so to wrap it up, uh, the, uh, so the story's about these two agents that have to go back in time. And make sure that all these horrible things happen. They gotta make uh, so the first issue uh, is about the whole uh, Kennedy assassination, and it goes on from there. Oh
4: my God! For and, every uh, butterfly you step on, you have to be subjected to another Ashton Kutcher movie. Done. Oh
5: boy! Oh, oh, why? Oh, <laughs> why? Wow! Wow! I'm gonna go get a butterfly like plant now and make sure they're all good. Yeah. And Make sure I keep people away. <laughs> the thing I found who, interesting who about future, about future yeah, the are kidding. fair game. Those are creepy <laughs> fuckers. <funners. All right. laughs> <laughs> the thing down. I found
2: interesting about the whole future-proof concept is that uh, very, uh, right at the very beginning, you define future-proofing as a verb, the act of pro- or process of trying to anticipate future developments so that action can be taken to minimize possible negative consequence. Brilliant idea. Okay
5: absolutely brilliant idea. I It, it wasn't mine, but thank you. <laughs> well, well, I mean, well, wait a minute, because yeah, uh, I, uh, I don't think uh, that's...
4: That, that is a brilliant uh, idea, say, uh, but it doesn't Hitler sound like Hitler it was executed Hitler. in that particular way. They're not really anticipating everything. They're just going to be like, oh, we're going to go fucking kill Hitler. And oh, shit, now shit's fucked up. They don't really seem <laughs> to be anticipating many consequences of their actions. Like, I'm
5: as... sure it'll be fucked. Uh, yeah, and then, Hitler was uh, a
4: bad dude.
5: Nothing ever came out of, chick, of that yeah. anyway. Half the people don't even believe the Holocaust Yeah, yeah, we're going to call uh, LA real quick. Get uh, Brian and Alex on the phone. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. yeah, do do it, do it. I want to hear an
4: explanation for this. I want to know why.
5: All right, hold on, we'll see. I called you out, man. (laughs) (laughs) What are you going to do? I hope when we talk about my buttons. So, Alex, uh,
2: you were brought into this project uh, just to do the graphics for it then.
5: Yes, I was, yeah. I, I, I haven't written anything for it.
4: Okay, that's good. So we're not criticizing you.
5: Oh, no, I, think, yeah.
4: I think it's
6: interesting to think about what if people actually got time travel and fucked shit up.
4: Well yeah, but then don't <laughs> have don't have the present premise of your book being people trying not to fuck up time and failing miserably. Well people
6: are trying to unfuck up time. Right. Yeah. But like, yeah, I, yeah.
0: It's like anti-quantum leap. They have to do something really bad. Yeah. <laughs> anti-quantum
2: leap. I love
0: it. <laughs> yeah.
6: It does feel a little depressing though, because like People are part at cocktail parties. Are like, "Well, what do you do?" And you're like, "Oh, my job is to protect Hitler." Like <laughs> that's I, horrible. Your so
5: like, uh, you, know, that you that never same get same dates. That is uh, so. That is one thing with the story. It's a one. It's a one way trip. So these guys can't go back home. So they're That's they go back even like,
6: more depressing.
5: So yeah, they go back to mm. like uh, it would be like 1900 and like well, and the only way to go it, into the future is day by day. So it's just all right now. I'm in. You know, turn of the century. This is great. (laughs) And, uh, but yeah, that's what really a lot of the book is about. It's just like, like to have to know that I got to, you know, be the guy that, uh, Make sure that Vietnam goes okay. That Agent Orange is good. <laughs> that uh, Hitler is good to go until uh, 1945. You know, until the like punch bowl of Agent Orange. Yeah, tastes good. Yeah,
1: <laughs> you know, and make sure like uh, you
5: got
2: this you you got got the checklist there. Hitler correct. Yeah,
0: problem. guys,
6: if you tried this Agent Orange stuff, it's
4: good. <laughs> Two bombs in the bunker. check-a-rooney. You know.
0: I used to be colorblind, but now... No. Yeah, oh, well, look <laughs> at this. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, Andy,
2: what's next for you?
0: So, Alex and I are, are finishing up I Play the Bad Guy right now, and uh, we are... I, I like to think that Alex and I are going to work together again. I think uh, we've oh, yeah. we spoken of a few... Uh, we've tossed a few ideas around for collaboration. Um, I have a couple of draft scripts ready, but um, I, I like one idea that we're going to run with. I think... Yeah. Uh, you want yeah, which, to talk about that one?
5: I'm sure, if they want to hear about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, it. I mean, okay. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> didn't want to... I wasn't talking oh, to you. I was God, talking so... to Alex. Oh, no, okay. <laughs> no, yeah, all right. Uh, uh, I, yeah, all right, now it's, now it's a committed project. So, yeah, yeah, now, this? We're,
0: this is an exclusive because we haven't talked about this yet. <laughs> <laughs> so,
5: no, now he's going to throw up something. Sorry that I didn't agree
0: with. like, oh, geez. <laughs> like,
4: I, I, now I, you're, you're committed. <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, so we, <laughs> we, we're, we're currently working on, you know, we're in the initial draft stages of it. Uh, one set in Louisiana during the 1820s when riverboat gambling just started. And have a uh, rogue thief called Andre Baptiste who's uh, stealing money from the riverboats. And the Morrison Detective Agency is trying to put a stop to it. So that's kind of the next one that we're thinking of. A little bit of a change of pace.
4: Riverboats, gambling, 20s, 1820s. I like it.
0: Little Dak Creole. Yep. You go mm-hmm. with that?
1: Oh, yeah.
0: oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so that's that's kind of the next idea that we're tossing around right now. But, uh, yeah. So, when that next
2: project comes to gel, we'd like to have you back on the show.
0: Oh, excellent. Cool. Yeah, right. it's been a lot of fun for yeah. sure.
4: You know, when, when you really set up that horse hoof extract,
1: absolutely. <laughs> we, we would really love
4: to have you back.
0: I think we
2: could make that happen. Nice
1: mm. Go. <laughs> So <laughs> Kriana
2: Yes What's Ooh. happening in the next couple of weeks
4: Well uh, Next week <laughs> Not last week Next week we have our Murder of Horror Authors Which are Dale Phillips of Lad, Vaslin, Ursula Wong And Stacey Longo To talk about Insanity Tales And then on the November 15th george o'connor and griffin s are returning to the show together to talk about their new project which may or may not be a podcast that you should listen to and on december 6th joe schmalky comes back to discuss the infernal pact his new book so this is the point where I get to say that Sci-Fi Saturday Night is the official podcast of Boston Comic-Con, Granite Con, Rhode Island Comic-Con, Books and ComicArthouse.com. Visit ComicArthouse.com for the best deals on art from dozens of your favorite artists. Tonight's outro music provided by Lawrence Made Me Cry. Check out more of their grooves on LawrenceMadeMeCry.com. Tonight's intro music provided by Rob Watts. Find more of his creations at RobWattsOnline.com. No?
2: I want to thank Steve Perry from Rhode Island Comic Con for joining us to give us an update on what's going on there. Andy Arnott and Alex Cormac talking about their projects. Guys, thank you so much for joining us tonight.
0: Thanks for having us. It was yeah, awesome. thank
2: you. From the Revere Time Vortex, the sweetheart of the soundboard, Kriana, and our woman of words, Zombrarian, thank you very much, ladies.
4: All the cutest words come from Zombrarian.
6: you need to stop texting me during the show because I almost answered you out loud just now
2: (laughs) (laughs) from our own personal galaxy quest our own Sir Sarah Lady Knight thank you so much for joining us tonight
7: thanks have a good
2: night this is Dome saying genie shared pain is lessened shared joy increased thus do we all refute entropy good night everyone
3: I know.